This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, this is a special edition of post-match chat with chaps for that Mill podcast reviewing the game that finished Birmingham City nil, Mill nil. The reason it's a special edition is because it's a voice only. Um, for those of you that watched uh, the Huddersfield post-match, I alluded to the fact that I was uh, going in for an operation on the Wednesday. Thankfully, I was able to be out of the operating theatre by seven o'clock and watched the game. But what I will say is um, I am highly dosed on morphine <laughs> for the game and also right at this moment in time. Um, so if I say anything wacky, then you know why. But I thought that um, whilst I'm sitting here in the hospital bed, I might as well give my views of the game. So um, first of all, uh, I think that the result and the performance um wasn't as bad as a lot of people making out uh, across social media. Um, I think what's happened is, is the result against Huddersfield has clouded people's judgment. And you can look at it now and say two away games, hardly any shots on target, no goals. And it wasn't particularly exciting to watch. So that's one way of looking at it. And you'd be absolutely right to think that. But for me, I think if you isolate the performance against Birmingham, I thought it was a better performance. I thought we were the better side. And I said this on one of my tweets post the game, which was ultimately, if we'd have scored that chance that uh, we'll get into it in a moment, but scored the chance that that Bury missed, you'd look at it and go, it was a perfect away performance. Um, We nullified Birmingham. I don't even think they had a shot on target. And we nullified a pretty good side at the moment, particularly at home. For those of you that managed to watch the game against QPR that they played literally just last Friday, they absolutely battered QPR in the first 30 minutes with their intensity, their pressing um, and some of the overall attacking play. So this Birmingham side are not a bad team under John Eustace uh, and we nullified them really, really well. Um, did we offer much ourselves going forwards? No. But as I say, you, you, you take that one chance that we had and if Bury had a squared it to bogey, um, I think we would have scored um, and all of a sudden it becomes the perfect away performance. So... Um, that's kind of my overall take on the game. I'll now go into a little bit more detail about the players. Um, so the starting lineup was George Long in goal. Um, thought we did okay. I mean, he didn't really have much to do, to be perfectly honest. But a couple of times he came for crosses uh, and, and things like that. His distribution was good once again. Um, the, the back four on the right hand side was Danny Mack. 
Um, I've been a bit critical of Danny Matt recently. And the first 20 minutes, I was like, oh, it's going to be another poor performance from him. But I actually thought he really grew into the game. And the second half, I thought he was really good, um, Danny Mac. So uh, it was nice to see. And he, he started to offer a lot more going forward than he has done recently. I don't think you can ever question his defensive abilities, but it's just that kind of final ball and, and going forward. So please, please for him. Um, I thought Cresswell had a much better game than he did against Huddersfield. Um, didn't do too much wrong. Um, so, uh, yeah, I thought, he, I thought he did okay. And I thought Cooper was better. I think the one thing that frustrated me, and this is, I don't know if this is the ref or this is Cooper, I don't know, but Cooper was literally being man-held in the box at times and getting absolutely nothing from the ref. Um, I don't really like to comment on the refs, as you probably know if you listen to these shows, but Rowett said it in his post-match, what has Cooper got to do to get a penalty? Um, That Austin Tracy, Tracy, whatever he's called, was just literally just holding him. So... Anyway, um, but I thought he was okay. And Murray Wallace came back in. I thought he was steady. I don't think he was amazing, but I thought he was steady. Um, gave the ball away a couple of times in the first half, but I thought, again, he grew into the game. So I think overall, the back four did a good job and they, they played a key role in uh, limiting Birmingham to, to any chances. Moving on to the midfield. So I'll start with the two centre midfielders in Billy Mitchell and George Savile, which were my number one and two man of the matches. I thought both of them were brilliant. I thought that Savile is a real leader in that midfield. Um, he He's a very intelligent footballer. Uh, he knows when to go, when not to go. He was in the referee's ear role. Um, I know there's a certain individual that's going to say that I took that from his Twitter, but it was true. <laughs> um, and he, he just adds a bit more steel and bite into that central midfield. So I, I prefer him person there over Shackleton. I thought, he, I thought we had a really good game, Savile. Um, but Billy Mitchell, again, was my man of the match. Just, I don't think he lost possession of the ball once. He, one thing he's improved on this season. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Picture the scene: all of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Is he's a lot more comfortable receiving the ball now in tighter spaces and getting out, getting out of that space, and then providing a pass. It's not always forward but it keeps the ball moving and it keeps and retains possession. Um, and let's, let's be fair, he was playing up against a midfield three of Chong, Hannibal and Bielik. And whether you rate Birmingham as a team or not, that is one of the best, in my opinion, central midfield trios in the league in terms of energy um, and um, like fitness legs and the ability to, to, to attack. So I actually felt that um, he did... Uh, a really good job. Also, when uh, Bakuna came on, uh, how are they not starting him, by the way? He's a great player at this level. Uh, I thought Billy Mitchell did um, was was superb and, again, man of the match. 
in terms of uh, Fleming, <sighs> Fleming for me is he's not involved in the game enough. Whilst I like the fact we've gone to this formation, I don't think he gets the most out of Fleming. I don't think he gets the best out of him. I think there's there's more to come from him. Um, and I think if we're going to stick with this formation, we've got to work out how we get more out of Fleming. Because uh, whilst he showed some nice glimpses yesterday, um, we, he, he's I think he's capable of a lot more. Um, one thing I do like about him is his his effort, desire, and his his strength. He's a real strong lad and knocks people off the ball with ease. So, um, but yeah, I, I did feel he was largely ineffective. And if I'm being honest, I thought particularly in the first half, Mason Bennett and George Honeyman were ineffective. Uh, in the first half, I think they grew into the game, uh, and, they're, and they're much more positive second halves. Um, but if you play two wide men up top, they, they have to be in game and they have to be effective. I thought they're both very, very wasteful. Um, and then Vogi, so Vogi's split opinion. Uh, looking at social media, um, and I actually think he had an half decent game. I think he's quite an intelligent footballer. He links up play well. Um, I think he's quite strong. He's willing to run the channels. He's a workhorse. He's similar to Bradshaw, but I think he offers a slightly more aerial presence than Bradshaw does there. I think they both can be used in different games. Um, and ultimately, he didn't have a chance. So people can't say that he, you know, he, he did not like scoring because when do our strikers ever look like scoring, particularly away from home? Um, ultimately, if Bury had have squared that chance uh, near the end, he would have had a chance and I'm pretty sure he would have scored, but we'll never know. So he's played one game as a central striker. So I think we can't really judge him yet. Um, and ultimately, we've got a Phobie, Bradshaw, Vogue, and obviously a couple of the, the younger lads like Alafe. That is what we've got. Um, and ultimately, I don't think any of those are a 20 goal season striker at this level. I thought a Phobie might be before we came into the season. But um, he's really flattered to deceive and obviously he's now coming out injured. So uh, he then makes some subs. Uh, the only one I'm really going to comment on, because it was the one that I guess probably had the most impact on the game, um, was, was Bury. And again, I said this last week, the exact same. Within the space of 30 seconds, he shows why he has so much potential, but still so much to learn. He anticipates the ball. He's speed and athleticism gets the ball gets to the ball before Sanderson does, drives forward, and I have no problem with him taking the shot on himself, but then you have to score. And if you don't, like he didn't, then unfortunately it goes down as a mistake. And yes, he's learning he's a kid, but these are fine margins in these games. And I think, you know, as I say, if we had scored that goal, I think people be be raving to say that is a really professional performance. We got the job done in difficult conditions against a decent side. Although I felt like from the TV view I had, there was no one in the in the ground other than Millwall fans, which I heard. So well done to the 500 that travelled up there. Um, and uh, we'd been looking at it very differently. I think it makes Saturday a must-win game. If we win on Saturday, then we'll be uh, in a better position than we have been in the Championship to, at this point in any other season versus what Rowett's went since Rowett's been in the club. Um, and you have to look at it and say it's a winnable game. I wanted six points from the Huddersfield, Birmingham whole games, but I think given the circumstances, I'd take the four. Um, I'm really looking forward to the game. Personally, um, I don't think I'm going to make it. I've, um, for those of you that know me, I've uh, 
had um, uh, an ACL repair, cartilage repair, and a uh, meniscus transplant. So I'm in a bit of jip, <laughs> uh, and I'm uh, off uh, off weight bearing for for about six weeks. So I am trying to see if there's any way I can make it. But uh, if not, I'll be watching it on telly, and I'll do my normal post match on Saturday evening. Um, so yeah, that was it for me. I think um, decent enough result against a, a decent side. John Eustace was full of credit for us as well um, after the final whistle. Um, and I just look forward to Saturday now and hopefully uh, we get the three points um, moving into into the 20th game of the season. Really appreciate you listening, guys, as always. Um, and really appreciate the support for the channel. Please do like and subscribe if you've made it this far. I've been rattling on. Hopefully I don't sound like too much of a wally. And uh, I wish you all the best. Bye for now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.